The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Welcome to the Kimmer Show podcast on Extra 106.3. Hey, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Did you know you can watch my podcast? (laughs) I didn't either, but I'm told it's on YouTube. Find the link at thekimmershow.net. I did. I got my bill for Harper's uh, in Harper's Magazine. Harper's. Uh, yeah. When did you get Harper's? They sent me one. Sent, they sent something in the mail, and I could get Harper's Magazine for twelve dollars a year, a <laughs> dollar a month. We don't want that. So, well, I so I got it for a dollar a month. Is there anything in there? Worth yeah, I tell you. Okay, I'm, what's the headline up? Wintering uh, with John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, and it's, in fact, well, there's a there's a whole piece in here on the place. Well, you'll see on the on, 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 yeah on no, no in Maine. He has a place in, in Maine, New England. Uh, and it's a whole thing about John Travolta's place and people going there and what is that. I mean, it's, it's, it's but, but most of it's really, I mean, you, I, th- I think, I thought you'd like it. It's very highbrow. Right. A lot of intellectual, esoteric uh, stuff that, 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 you know, journalistic uh, okay. stuff like that. I think you'd like it. But the other thing is, I mean, a lot of it's all, you know, bull crap. <laughs> but it's, uh, again, it's it's like uh, the New Yorker. Well, here's a picture without of John Travolta in his boat or something without the cartoons. Uh, I can't find it. Anyway. How uh, can I imagine? Magazine not have cartoons. I don't know. Maybe now, you know. In fact, maybe it does. I don't. All the ones that New Yorkers reject. Here's the pictures of John John Travolta's main house, uh, Island Raider, Islesboro. I mean, there's the the time of the Travolta tides and teens. I want to see what that guy does with all his billions of dollars that I don't have. Anyway, one of the things that is pretty uh, interesting is what they call the Harper's Index. You may have even heard of that. that. You've heard of the Harper's Index, and what it is is they they look up research and stuff and come up with uh, things that you may not have realized. For example, I'll just do a few of them here for you. For example, they said, uh, they, they do this kind of backwards, so it's easier to read it than it is to hear it, so I may have to do it over again. But here's, for example, the, uh, the index. Minimum percentage of North American psychologists who have a lifetime history of mental health difficulties themselves. What's the percentage of North American psychologists who have a lifetime history of mental health difficulties? 80%. (laughs) (laughs) Portion of American home buyers who report having cried at least once while buying a home. 50%. (laughs) That's low. That's got to be low. Percentage by which Republicans are more likely than Democrats to use condoms. 14% 14% more likely for Republicans. Uh, but the rep- percentage by which Democrats are more likely than Republicans to have an IUD, 400% like raw dogging it if you're a Democrat. <laughs> so Democrat chicks aren't going to make you wear it. That's, that's why I was a Democrat in the uh, 80s. Because <laughs> that's where all the hot, loose chicks were. <laughs> you're going to get your, what you're looking for. That's also why I joined Amnesty International. <laughs> There's another one. Uh, How about this? Percentage of Americans making more than a quarter million a year who are living paycheck to paycheck. One out of three. 
make $250,000 a year and living paycheck to paycheck. One out of three. And by the way, for those of you who, 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 okay, again, I've mentioned before, I never made any money in this business. I've been in this business 55 years. I've never really made any money except for the last about three years. I never really made any serious money except for the last few years. But let me say this. People who are making $250,000 a year, your uh, house mortgage is probably 5000 a month. You may have another uh, property that you're, uh, re- a retirement property, you're paying three or four grand a month. You probably got a car for your wife, car for your kids, car for yourself. That's three car notes. I mean, you know, in other words, you may, may be making a lot of money and live in a great neighborhood with a great house and great cars and great family, but there's where your money goes. So all of a sudden now, if uh, the economy goes nuts and you've lost your job and you've got all these things, I mean, that's that's how it happens. I mean, you know, uh, you know I'm I'm not alone in this, I guarantee you. Anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting. The third of the people making a quarter million are uh, can't live paycheck to paycheck. Um, uh, this is kind of weird. Uh, the percentage of increase for the average rate to mow your lawn, 22% higher this year. The average percentage increase for hourly rate for babysitters, 26% higher. Uh, <laughs> the last one, they usually have some kind of funny one at the end. Portion of young Japanese workers who say their office employs a middle-aged man who doesn't do anything. Okay, portion of the younger workers in Japan who say we've got a middle-aged guy who doesn't do anything. 50% say they have one. Uh, portion of those workers who predict they will one day become that man. 300, <laughs> everybody. So anyway, here's your Harper's Magazine. Uh, it comes out once a month. It's a dollar a month. And there you are. Do we go Could surgery solve the opioid crisis? Basically, this is the 2022 version of lobotomizing drug addicts. I I I haven't read that article, but but I think you're probably putting something in there. Cut out something in your brain. That that can't affect you if you get opioids, yeah. I I guess. I I mean, it's again. So the same big pharma that's lied to us about the the vaccines that got everybody hooked on opioid when they lied and said it wasn't addictive. Now we're coming out with the drugs that you will have to take yeah, to get this done. I guess. Although they're talking about surgery, that's but again, but you there's the drugs. medical. You got to take drugs to get surgery. Yeah. The rest of your life, I guarantee you. Yeah. After this, you have to take yeah. drugs the rest of your life. Well, you know, I, I, this I don't recognize the world we're in. I mean, I, I really didn't I grow mean, up in this country. I, I mean, we, the country we not, grew up in. I don't is recognize. Gone. I mean, anything about the direction we're going or how people are reacting to it. I mean, how, how is it possible that most of the countries are saying, "Wait, whoa, 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 just, wait, wait a minute"? I mean, really, just, 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 just stop. I think this. they are. It's that the media is not covering that they are. Well, I think that's true. The media only covers the crazies. Yeah. Check this out. Jeffrey Dahmer-inspired Halloween costumes are making a huge impact uh, on social media and Twitter. Uh, The Netflix release of Monster the Jeffrey Dahmer Story is the second biggest English-speaking series in Netflix history. What's number one, do you know? Now, why wouldn't they say that? It could be Stranger Things. How the hell could they not say that? How can you say Jeffrey Dahmer's the number two most popular thing ever? Then what's number one? It's probably Stranger Things, but the weird thing about this, when it came out that first week, I was looking at their top ten, and it was like number eight. I'm going, that's weird. They put that much money into it, and it's only eight. Yeah, well, not for long. Because (laughs) of all of us talking about it. Stranger Things four, and then Jeffrey Dahmer, then... 
Was it Bridgerton? Bridgerton, yeah. Those are the top three. Okay, okay. Really? Bridgerton's ahead of? Never yeah. heard of it. Oh, so that's, Stranger it's, Things it's, 4 is 1, Dahmer's 2, Bridgerton Season 2 is 3, and Season 1 is 4. Bridgerton is that English drama period that has no white people in it, basically. Oh, wow. I've never even heard of because it. Because you have wokeism. There. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, uh, Halloween enthusiasts are floating the idea of putting on an orange jumpsuit, wearing a pair of wide-set aviators frames and hitting the town in a uh, Jeffrey Dahmer costume. Uh, But the internet has a lot of outraged people there saying, don't forget, uh, you know, the public should not be thinking about uh, Jeffrey Dahmer as much as his victims. For example, I think the Jeffrey Dahmer costumes are a step too far. Uh, these things have actually happened. Families have trauma from these events. It's scary. Uh, this is going to be a hard Halloween for some. I feel truly sad that's the case. Uh, reminder, Jeffrey Dahmer was a real person and really murdered people. It really isn't cute or quirky to make fun about it. It's scary. Why, do, why does being Jeffrey Dahmer seem like a good idea for a Halloween costume to anybody? It's strange because he's not a character. He was a real vile person. <laughs> it's not funny to be him for Halloween. If you're considering being him, put yourself in the family so the victim's shows. Oh. Seems a little demonic. This is scary idolizing Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, crime Stories host Nancy Grace, who herself was a famous crime victim, and that's why she became a prosecutor. Uh, her boyfriend and the whole thing. Anyway, long story of Nancy Grace. Anyway, she told Fox Digital, uh, though she's a Halloween lover and dressing up as a murderer, she says, is going too far. Quote, Nancy Grace says, I love Halloween. I mean, I really love Halloween. We all go trick-or-treating. We have a trunk fest at our church. We decorate our home and yard. I understand because I'm a true believer, but I'm also a crime victim. I can't imagine how hurtful it would be if I were in the shoes of the place of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims, said Nancy Grace. Uh, there's really no way to describe what a murder victim's family goes through under normal circumstances, but to see the num- murders become the butt of a joke uh, is just a step to... Anyway, that, that's the reaction on social media about, it's Halloween! Let's make a deal with them. A 30-mile area around Milwaukee, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, But everybody fine. outside of Milwaukee... It yeah, it's Halloween. It's scary. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be good. It's not supposed to be funny. No. It's supposed to be scary. Yeah. It's supposed to scare the shit out of you. Yeah, that's right. The whole thing was to scare demons away from your house. Yeah. Hallow's Eve. Make sure they didn't bad ones didn't come out of the ground, wasn't they, that they it? Kind they follow were you home. The, yeah, yeah. So on the eve of them coming up, you had to have to That's scary. what the jack-o'-lantern was for, to scare them. There was, yeah. uh, in our neighborhood, growing up, our neighborhood was a giant circle. It was one mile. So Halloween-wise, it was awesome because yeah. you just... And there was this one kid every year would go as Michael Myers. <laughs> and two Michael parents Myers. would call the cops because he would he would literally just walk around. He wouldn't yeah. go get candy, just scare the living hell out of I, you. I'm sure he did. <laughs> did you see where the mask is a Captain Kirk, William Shatner mask? That they were so cheap when they made the first movie, they didn't have any money. I didn't remember. I they remember. went to the store and they bought the cheapest mask, and it was a William Shatner mask. They painted it white, white. and put a wig on it. I'll be to this damned. day, that mask is scary as. Yeah, I never saw any. Those movies didn't do anything. The first for me. couple are scary, but now it's now they come out every Halloween. It's last oh, night, this one's supposedly in. Last night the they end. played the original Jamie Lee Curtis Halloween movie was on last yeah, night. But this one's supposed to end it. The one that's out now with Jamie Lee, and I'm like, yeah. You know, but if you look yeah. at all those old movies, all it was was music and suspense. it was all filled with music, scary music. Walk, even just walking through the house. One of the first uh, songs there? I heard to play on the piano was the Mike Myers theme. Anybody that on the screen. 
scream is that's backing up and doing this. You know there's going to be somebody behind them. <laughs> yeah. Let's go into the shed. Yeah, it's like that commercial. Let's go to the barn where all the knives are. Well, it's like the scream movies. The scream movies are funny as hell. Yeah. Where they make fun of it, you know? Yeah. Look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. Hey, have you guys ever heard of TikTok? Yeah, it's how the Chinese spy on Americans. So I shouldn't have installed it? No, you idiot. Well, how was I supposed to know? It's been on the news for three oh, years. Out. You're listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 106.3. Listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 1063. It's only me, it's only the Kimmer. Did you know back in 1983, I was in New Orleans on Bourbon Street and I. Focus! Oh, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, get in touch with the show on uh, thekimmershow.net. Okay, newsy stuff, newsy stuff. Let's begin here. The Heritage Foundation, some time ago, filed a Freedom of Information Act, and they wanted to know what the FBI's role in the famous Steele dossier, which Hillary Clinton and her lawyer at the time, and uh, who's the guy uh, who was in charge of her deception for the the fake Steele dossier, and uh, uh, Sullivan, Jake Sullivan, is now working for Biden as one of his top... advisors uh, who was responsible for the coup attempt against Donald Trump and, and for the pre-coup attempt before he was even elected. That was all a Democratic scheme on the on the Steele dossier. Uh, remember that the Steele dossier, the former CIA or, or a British spy, uh, said we got all this information about Trump. Uh, there, were ta- there was talk about the uh, uh, hookers at the Hilton Hotel in R- Russia doing things with him. I mean, just, you know, went on and on and on. Well, the Heritage Foundation was with the Freedom of Information Act got information which proves that the FBI, even though they knew the Steele dossier was not real, or they knew they couldn't prove it was had anything that they could prove was real, still offered Chris the FBI offered Christopher Steele a million dollars to verify and back up his claims that Donald Trump was a Russian agent. In other words, when the FBI heard that uh, Steele had the document, the FBI was so excited to nail Donald Trump. They said two things are important here. The first thing is the FBI offered a million dollars to Christopher Steele to say we need the the proof, the evidence on this dossier. Uh, We'll give you a million bucks for it. Christopher Steele did not take the money because he couldn't prove it was accurate and wasn't verified. And the FBI used it anyway. Yeah. So the FBI tried to nail Trump so badly that they offered a million dollars to get him. The FBI offered a million dollars to nail Donald Trump. And when they couldn't get the proof, they used the information Anyway, holy crap, my head's exploding. Yeah. Nobody got punished. Well, it's even worse than that. Uh, the FBI offered a million dollars to da-da-da-da-da. Uh, a senior FBI analyst said in a court, uh, there's a court fight on another related issue, and this is where the testimonies come out. FBI analyst Brian Auten 
Testified in the trial going on, the primary source of allegations in Steele's dossier, the Bureau placed a million-dollar price tag on confirmation of these outlandish allegations. He was unable to provide evidence, but Auden testified uh, the FBI, um, the allegations made in a series of reports to the Bureau. The analyst said Steele never received any money because he could not prove any of the allegations. Steele's reports were eventually compiled into the dossier first published by BuzzFeed News in 2017. Uh, Chuck Grassley uh, said uh, you may ought to know that Auten, the same FBI agent who said uh, was involved with this million dollar business, was involved in suppressing the investigation into Hunter Biden's uh, laptop during the 2020 campaign. So the same guy in 2016 who tried to nail Donald Trump for the million dollars offered to the uh, to the Steele dossier was put in charge of the wish of, of the uh, Hunter Biden laptop investigation uh, in August 2020. Brian Auten, that same agent, opened an assessment which was used by the FBI headquarters team to improperly discredit negative Hunter Biden information as disinformation and caused investigative activity to stop. Based on allegations, verified and verifiable derogatory information on Hunter Biden was falsely labeled as disinformation. And the FBI did it deliberately with the same guy four years later. Can you even believe that? Yeah, I can believe it totally. And again, this and, and Christopher Chrissy Ray, the, the, the spineless, chicken-livered, yellow-bellied coward at the head of the FBI, yes, is yes. just taken over from Jim Comey. 2016 was Jim Comey, and he, you know, and, and he was going to would testify in rope. Oh, I, I don't, I don't remember it that way. No, I, I never told him to do that. No, it's not the way I remember it. And he, and he got away with it. Anyway, I mean, it's just uh, to me, this is just uh, this is the this is as uh, the power. They'll do anything. And again, where does the FBI get off determining the future of a presidential election? Well, they probably, I mean, my God, they've probably done it before, too. Hey, that, that's that's the stuff of, uh, you know, Goebbels and uh, I mean, you know, the, the henchman for uh, some dictator. I, I mean, it, I mean, what, what's the difference? Jeez, I mean, they didn't kill him. I mean, uh, you know, that, they didn't shoot Trump. But that's the next. That's the only next thing. If you can't get rid of him, but you know the other thing, you'd have to kill him. And that's that's where Hillary comes in. You know, hell, didn't they kill a guy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love when Norm <laughs> Norm Macdonald was on on the View. Oh, the Clinton. You know, they killed that guy. Didn't they kill a guy? <laughs> no, Norm, Norm, no. <laughs> and all the girls are going, ah, no, they didn't kill. <laughs> hell, they killed a guy, didn't they? <laughs> I'm outraged. <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard, man, I just, I, I was, I, I love this woman. Um, I am so excited about her. And honestly, I really do believe uh, if she, I mean, if they got smart, uh, they'd start getting her involved with the Republican Party and fast. Uh, and by the way, the left and right are both celebrating her leaving the Democrat Party, which is pretty funny. The left are saying good riddance, although they were the ones who put her. They wanted her to be president oh, for a yeah. while. Uh, freaking phonies. Uh, anyway, uh, she's a former Hawaiian congresswoman, and she put an announcement on her YouTube show, the Tulsi Gabbard Show, and posted things to Twitter that she can no longer stay in the Democrat Party. Founder, can you play a little soundbite of Tulsi here? And just how impressive do you think this lady is? I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, 
who were hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. I mean, again, listen to the words she's saying. Elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness, racializing every issue and stroking anti-white racism, undermining our God-given freedoms. Democrats are hostile to people of faith and spirituality and law-abiding Americans. I mean, she's exactly right. And, And again, what amazes me, every Republican... I bet you is saying, boy, that's what we believe. I mean, that's what that's our platform. That's what that's what and every Democrat does not. This was the leader of the Democrat Party in in many ways for a very long time when went back during the presidential campaign and the debates and so forth. Uh, and they loved when she stood up to, uh, to people with the give the Democrats a cause. They thought, oh, my God, what a ball buster. This woman is would be a great leader. Uh, and now they're turning on her entirely completely. Uh, one of the MSNBC hosts said, wait, you're a Democrat. Sure could have fooled me. Um, Louise Mensch said uh, Gabbard wasn't really a Democrat. Dosvidanya, uh, uh, Tulsi. Nobody will miss you, Dosvidanya. <laughs> you're, you're a Putin lover, then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they called her a Russian agent too. They called her a Russian agent. You're talking common she's sense. A, she's here. a combat veteran. I know. Tulsi Gabbard was a combat veteran. You know, I think she has. <coughs> she's looked what's gone on in Italy with that woman who, yeah. who speaks her mind. The so-called uh, is now the leader. Yeah. And Tulsi's saying that could be me. Yeah. Oh, I, I believe it. Um, a liberal writer named Thor Bernson said uh, it's like a, a meme of a... Oh, he showed a meme of a person putting on clown makeup. Uh, BuzzFeed reporter uh, said, Noted Republican Tulsi Gabbard has left the Democrat Party. Uh, another MSNBC host, uh, she's doing all the right-wing things. Surprise, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. So, so, so not, not wanting to be called a racist because you're white, yeah. loving God and loving your family yeah. and loving your country is now all right-wing crazy. Yeah. Good. Sign me up. I'm right yeah. wing. Then. Families, God, Thank patriotism you. are now. Oh, that's worse than that. They're calling a fascist. Uh, yeah. Well, if that's the definition like the of fascism now, <coughs> sign me up. I mean, where, and, and how come nobody's calling them out? I mean, I, how, how come nobody's saying, wait a minute, where, well, that's not who? bad? The Republican leadership? Uh, yeah. There is none. Cowards. McConnell's God. under his couch somewhere. Yeah. Uh, they're saying they're using bye-bye Felicia. Uh, remember that when uh, Putty, yeah. uh, Barack Hussein, uh, Michelle, uh, Mike, uh, uh, Putty Tat, the <laughs> worst first lady we ever had, <laughs> mocked the. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm just, I hate these people. Uh, Megan McCain tweeted, uh, "Thank God, welcome aboard." Uh, well, there she's were, uh, not there a Republican. No, she but she, at least, but at least yeah. she said the right thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. There's uh, cheering the news. Democrats got Bill Crystal, and we're going to get Tulsi Gabbard. We are winning. Anyway, that's that was fairly. But I, again, I, those comments to me were just outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Uh, now uh, let's see. Hold on a second. I'm just trying to find my thing. Uh, uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> now the other night, and again, I didn't see. I didn't even know what was going to be on. But the other night, was it last night or Monday night? Whatever. The other night, um, uh, Jake Tapper interviewed. Uh, President Pervert 
the head of the crime family. Uh, and, uh, of course, left out all the tough questions on, you know, the you know, links to China, communist China and Russian, all kinds. But you're going to hear uh, uh, a little bit of, of Joe uh, Pervert here in a second. Uh, Jake Tapper had him on the air for an interview. Uh, and uh, President Pervert says his uh, son is on the straight and narrow. He's proud of him. Uh, well, anyway, here's a little bit. Here, and listen to how he talks. Here, here's a little bit of, of our president of the United States. And listen to how he, tra- he tries to communicate. Well, first of all, I, I'm, I'm proud of my son. This is a kid who got, uh, not a kid, he's a grown man. He got uh, hooked on, uh, uh, like many families have had happen, hooked on drugs. Uh, he's overcome that. He is, um, uh, I'm confident that he is, what he says and does are consistent with what happens. Um, and, uh, for example, he wrote a book about his problems. Oh, yeah. And was straightforward about it. I'm proud of him. He came along and said, by the way, this thing about a gun, I didn't know anything about it, but it turns <laughs> out that when he this thing made an a a application to purchase a, a gun, what happened was he said, I guess you get asked, I don't guess, you get asked the question, are you on he drugs, just, you use drugs? He said no. And he wrote about saying no in right. his book. So I, 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 I have great confidence in my son. I love him. And uh, he's on a straight and narrow, and he has been for a couple of years now. <laughs> Herschel Walker had an ad about his mental illness and how he wrote a book about it and got better. They tacked him for that. So it's okay for Hunter Biden to do that. Again, he's not running for politics. So well, that's one said, thing, but still, it's... He said, Hunter, Hunter's on the straight. I guess smart. he said, Hunter's on the street now. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you, know, just, you can't come up with a clear with a clear thought. I mean, he, he can't speak. That actually, I thought, was the clearest he sounded in a year because he's, he's got it down mentally. Memorized, defending the, the yeah, asshole. but he still he's got you know fractured syntax where he thinks of a phrase and puts it in there and I mean I don't know it's just uh, excuse me uh, uh, well <laughs> he goes off on tangents uh, well what can I, <laughs> not like anybody I know uh, anyway just I mean, the whole thing just makes me sick and of course reporter didn't ask him any or try to nail him not. down on anything um, and so they now now they can say well he sat down with a shit on an interview on CNN uh, you know you can't As complain opposed about him to anymore. the reporter who went after the Republican. Oh, uh, God. Woman. Well, let's do that story now. This this is just outrageous. And wait till you hear um, about what this guy did. And I'm going to find it here any second. By the now. way, Duke says, great point, Flounder. So, Flounder, you've got your point for October. Well, there you are. Well, we're going to quit now, then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm out. Thank you. <laughs> Call me T-Bone. <laughs> uh, there's a woman in Virginia named Tina Ramirez. And she is a Republican candidate for the Virginia State Senate. A liberal journalist is accusing her of raising her child to be a racist. Okay, that, the bottom line is a reporter is accusing a Republican state Senate candidate of raising her child to be a racist. Here's how it all started. Tina Ramirez mocked uh, a misinformation policy by saying that not only women can uh, not only saying that only women can get pregnant. A journalist named David Levitt accused her then of celebrating torture, rape, murder and enslavement. Ramirez responded, wait a minute, I teach my daughter real American history. I refuse to join the radical left's campaign to erase history. Uh, the reporter then suggested calling child services on Ramirez for allegedly teaching her daughter to be a racist. 
Well, the, the woman said it was mighty bold of him to accuse an Hispanic mother of teaching her black daughter to be a racist. Can someone please, and, and the reporter said, he's on Twitter, he's on social media now. Can someone please tell a call child care services on Tina Ramirez, who's teaching her child to be a racist? This guy, reporter's making a public plea for wow. someone to dox her. Uh, mighty bold and liberal. What are next? Women's rights? Doc Sam. Uh, the spat began when an apparent non sequitur, when Levitt replied to a tweet from her over reports about uh, misinformation on whether men can have a baby. Uh, only women can get pregnant. Do I owe PayPal $2,500 now? Ramirez asked, which Levitt replied, why are you celebrating torture and rape and murder and enslavement? That's how this all started. Uh, can someone please call child care services, teaching her child to be a racist? And then he decided to make the call himself. And then he went still on social media, complained about how long it took to get someone on the hotline. This is um, this is how psycho this guy is. Who does he work for? The, I, I, I'm hoping to find it. Um, the uh, Virginia State Hotline for Child Abuse has a 10-minute hold time and is experiencing high call volumes with 14 callers ahead of me. He's complaining on social media. This is absolutely unacceptable. How many people try to report child abuse and hang up? How many children will continue to be abused? Uh, Levitt continued to hold and complain about the wait time, and Ramirez, the girl, responded, mighty bold and liberal of you to lecture a Hispanic mother with a black daughter on racism. He responded whether she knew he was waiting to report her and then informed her that having a black child doesn't make you any less racist. Please, please, please. <laughs> remember that the next time we're told that black people cannot be racist. Cannot be racist, right. Yeah. Uh, Levitt continued to complain about the wait time, posting updates showing he'd been on hold for over an hour. Again, the guy's on hold for an hour to report a woman that he... <laughs> he continued on the line to report child abuse by celebrating Columbus Day. He lamented the amount of abuse that must be taken place in Virginia. Uh, tonight, David Levitt called Child Protective, oh, and Ramirez responded, David Levitt called Child Protective Services to report child abuse because I teach my daughter about Christopher Columbus in real American history. As a single mother, I am my only daughter's only support. This is appalling for a number of reasons. Uh, David Levitt didn't just call CPS to level accusations against me. He waited an hour on hold, tying up lines of our CPS child services professionals trying to help Virginia's children. The radical left is willing to put our children at risk to cancel conservatives. It's no surprise a member of the radical left is willing to go so far as to call them on a single mother simply because they want to erase history of Columbus Day. The radical left doesn't want parents making decisions for their own families. I mean, this is, un I'm not sure if this guy is, a, is, is an independent journalist. I, I guarantee uh, you he is an activist holy for several gay causes. Um, Let's see. Uh, he's a, a journalist, David Levitt. It doesn't really say yeah, who he... Anyone can call themselves a journalist these days. Yeah. By, by the way, does he not... If, if it wasn't for Columbus, there'd be no Hispanic. Now, someone after him would have come over from Spain. Well, at some point. But he came probably. representing but, yeah, Spain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was, yeah. What fact, is Hispanic? I have, I have, an, I have a, an interesting historical update about oh, that very thing coming up. the judge of that. A little later on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so many other things to go on here in the news, including Kanye and the Jews. I didn't know this was a... Well, I, I don't know whether way to say it. Uh, <laughs> Our Jewish friends. Kanye West. And by the way, I don't, I'm not sure... Uh, I think Kanye West. I'm, I'm not sure whether he's bipolar, but I think he's got a. a I he think is. he seriously, he's seriously bipolar. has a problem 
with his mental acuity or his uh, personal personality. He could very well. I think he's got some issues. I'm not sure how you define it. What am I? You know, what am I? But uh, here we go again. And now uh, he's being criticized by people like Sarah Silverman and Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, boy. um, Claiming he's anti-Semitic and his words hurt. And by the way, if you notice in the in the news articles about Kanye West, they just call him Yay. Why? Yeah, hold on. But but Sarah Silverman said the words hurt. Yeah, she's like, a stand-up she comedian. Yeah, she's. I mean, Sarah Silverman. My God. Uh, anyway, she hasn't been funny. And I know Kanye, and she used to be. I I remember years ago. I, one of the things she did. I'm laughing my ass off at her. Back when she was dating Jimmy, what's his name? Wasn't she dating Jimmy uh, Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel? Uh, anyway, Kanye faced criticism for tweets viewed as anti-Semitic after he was suspended from Instagram. Sarah Silverman and Jamie Lee Curtis led Hollywood stars speaking out against the since-deleted Twitter post. Kanye threatened the Jews on Twitter, she said, and it's not what even trending. Well, I'll tell you, why do mostly only Jews speak up against Jewish hate? The silence is so loud. Huh? Okay, before his post was removed from the platform Saturday, uh, Kanye wrote, quote, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jews also. You guys have what? toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda, unquote. Huh. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis shared the tweet with her fans. And she said, the holiest day in Judaism was last week. A threat to Jewish people ended once in a genocide. Your words hurt and incite violence. You're a father. Please stop. Wait, wait a minute. (laughs) Okay, I need to know from our Jewish fans. I'm a big lover of the Jewish people. Total lover of the Jews. How many days do we have to wait after Yom Kippur before we can say <laughs> we anything? We can just talk about anything. But I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, one guy said, this is unacceptable. He would never manifest his dream of being president. I'm going to be the one to tell you to break the heart of your dream. You're never going to be president, Kanye West. <laughs> um, uh, Elon Musk, in the process of acquiring the social media platform, welcomed uh, Kanye onto the site after he'd been banned from Instagram. Welcome back to Twitter, my friend, Musk wrote. Uh, uh, shared with Mark Zuckerberg of the Meta company now um, and is now CEO, which owns in, which also runs Instagram. Uh, look at this, Mark Kanye wrote. Uh, How are you going to kick me off Instagram? Kanye was banned from the platform for the use of alleged anti-Semitic language during the exchange with Diddy. Uh, the musician sparked a public discourse after Kanye wore a White Lives Matter T-shirt at the fashion show in Paris. Anyway, so here we go again and again. I'm not sure. I I'm not sure but this is really should be a well, thing. Okay, after he woke up from his nap, what did he? Say? say that they were he, doing he to said, him. He said, I'm, uh, you, Jewish, you Jewish people, funny thing is, I can't be anti-Semitic, that, that, you guys have toyed no, no, with me. No, no, after, tried, after you, that. You've tried did, to blackball anyone yeah. who ever opposes your agenda. That's what it. What agenda? What did he say uh, later? I don't, he, did, he didn't explain what the agenda was. Now, there are a lot of Jewish know. people are liberal. Maybe they went after him because of the white T-shirt and stuff that, like that. I think the fact that he said, you you know, you Jews yeah, are yeah, after me and you've stupid. got an agenda. Oh, yeah. And I, I, again, I don't know. I, I, this doesn't now, listen, seem like a thing. In the music business. Are there any Jews in the music uh, business? No, I don't think there aren't allowed in the Jews. I remember the Sopranos. <laughs> there was one who had stolen never, all the royalties they from never all took the black the royalties uh, artists. They black uh, authors <laughs> of the, <laughs> in, in, in Motown. I don't think there's ever an issue with 
the well, Supremes the, or Hirsch, the Shirelles. Hirsch the, was his name. <laughs> Hesh. Hesh. Hesh from Hesh. the Sopranos. Hesh. You put your name on a co-roading credit. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to wet my beak. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm going to touch, just, you know, I just want to, you know, taste, a little taste. Uh, give me a little taste. That, that was, uh, I mean, he should have been more specific on what he, and who he was. Yeah, I, again, I don't, was, I don't, I don't, I can't believe it's a thing. Would he have said, you Muslims with your agenda? Probably not. Well, but again, it's Kanye West, and I think no, he's... No, it's ye. Ye. Or ye. Is he or ye? Is he ye? Kanye is a ye, but they spell it Y-E. It's Prince. He sounds like Rocky. Anyway, I thought that was a little on the bizarre side. Yeah, really. I mean, because he was just on Tucker Carlson the other night before all this happened. He was on the whole hour. I mean, it was was the entire show. Probably some people went after him because of his recent statements. Well, it was also against Black Lives Matter and the white, you know, White Lives Matter t-shirt business. they still have, the NFL has still got Black Lives Matter everywhere. I know. Everywhere. I I see it on the helmets and on the sidelines and all kinds of crap. Have some balls, NFL, and I mean, it's a sham organization. It's a disgraceful organization that is more responsible, as much responsible as uh, Barack Hussein Puttitat for the racial divide in this country. And and it turns out that they're a bunch of cheats and crooks. Makes it even worse after what they've done. And you companies that supported them, you know, shame on you. You ought to to demand your freaking money back. In fact, honestly, if I were Woca-Cola, I'd say, wait a minute, we gave you 10 million and now you don't know where 60 million is? How about, uh, you know, how about you find it and we uh, change the whole issue here? Just, you know, like they're going to do that. Let's say that was one of the best podcast segments ever. That was one of the best podcast segments. You caught me again. (laughs) Check out the uh, KimberShow.net and listen to or watch the full podcast Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. It's free, you know. You're listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 1063. And now back to the Kimmer Show Podcast on Extra 1063. Welcome back. It's only me. It's only the camera with Pete and Flounder. You know, you can watch our podcast on YouTube. No swooning, ladies. Come on now. Find it on thekimmershow.net. Now, have you heard about the uh, the uh, uh, fire department, which is uh, uh, in trouble in San Jose, California? Apparently, uh, somebody posted on social media a video of a woman wearing a bikini exiting a fire truck outside the strip club. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The fire truck with lights flashing outside the Pink Poodle strip club when a chick in a bikini hopped out of the fire truck and walked toward the club. Uh, One guy said, only in San Jose do you see a stripper coming out of a fire truck. Well, uh, the fire chief said, if findings of an internal investigation reveal inappropriate behavior of any department members, appropriate steps will be taken to address the matter, said the police chair. Fire chief, the city of San Jose Code of Ethics policy guides the conduct of da-da-da-da-da, expected to hear the da-da-da-da-da. The guy who owns a business next door says the club's always been a good neighbor, but he was kind of surprised at the video. 
what do you say? I mean, my mouth dropped. She had no clothes on. What's she doing inside the fire truck? And who's running the fire truck? <laughs> and who's in charge? <laughs> he says, I'll bet you somebody's in trouble. Leave him alone. It might have been his girlfriend. He, you know, maybe he was dropping her off or something. Or, or somebody called. It could have been a fire. It could have been a fire safety inspection. And the girl was showing her her appreciation for them trying to save them from a safety hazard of some kind. I mean, it's God's gift, people. Come on, you're freaking killing me. We got uh, breaking news here. Breaking news. Greg Popovich, who is a self-loathing white man of great Now, he's guilt. the NBA coach, or is he yeah, the brother? The, the sport. Yeah, it's funny how he's not that good of a coach when he no longer has Manny Ginobili <laughs> and Tim now, Duncan. Now, and, yeah, again, uh, Popovich the was for the San Antonio Spurs, right? Yeah. Isn't he the real nasty son of a bitch? Oh, hates he hates the media. All he's all, he, he, he hates he, conservatives. He hates Republicans. Every, he's totally woke. Every totally sports woke. reporter who's ever done an interview with him, it's the same old thing. They say, a coach, what a great game tonight. Yup. Uh, can you tell us about what you might plan for the next two? Not really. I mean, he does these little one-word answers he's, as a joke on the media, and they all try to get him to talk more than one. He's Bill Belichick without a sense of humor is yeah. what he is. Yeah. Here's what he just said. <clears throat> it's Columbus Day. Yeah. Columbus initiated a new world genocide of indigenous people. <laughs> he murdered. He mutilated. He took slaves. And we honor him with Columbus Day? Are we that backwards? Yeah, that's Popovich. He's the same guy. He's he's a total woke. Uh, he better not be vacationing in Rome anytime soon. Well, I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, but again, he's a big loud mouth. He's extremely. I mean, he's he, he's a far hey, left. Well, he, he's maniac. that way because he he's he's basically kissing ass to every black athlete who yeah. plays for him. Yeah. He knows where his bread is yeah, buttered. That's right. And it's been going on for forever. I mean, he's always been. Although it's gotten in the last couple of years. Uh, he's gotten much more flamboyant, but he's always been like, I mean, this is not a secret. Well, he's, he's not in front. It's, like, it's the same thing that's going on with what's-his-face, John um, Stewart, who has no. now jumped in the front to try and be relevant again. Yeah. He's now crying on the air, wanting kids to be mutilated and basically have their sexes changed and, and pl- for their rights. He's fighting for their rights because he wants to still be relevant again, and he's not. Yeah. And for him to be on there just... Uh, haranguing this woman in Arkansas because she was passing a law trying to stop kids from being yeah. mutilated yeah. by doctors for profit and him sitting there crying over it. I, I don't... I mean, these people are... They're just... They're insane and they're dangerous. Yeah. And how... I don't understand how it's possible that there's not such an upheaval that they would just be silenced by realizing, oh my God, nobody believes this but me. But again, if this is really an undercurrent, if this is really a thing in America, we're, I mean, what the hell's going on here? This is not, it's not our, we don't believe in that. We know exactly what went on. Americans don't do that. You've had 50 years of socialist NEA teachers teaching your kids and no one paid attention. Yeah. I guess it started in the 60s. Hate their country, hate their culture, hate their language, hate their skin, hate their, hate everything, hate God, hate their family. Have no future. Stakey, uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, cool monster and believes that this is the worst place to live and the worst state to think everything's bad negative all the mean that's the whole attitude and I remember this is it, it happened not long after the World War two generation saved the planet and came back and established America built subdivisions built communities uh, gave us the space program all I mean we computers had or, I mean we were we, we were exploding with greatness in in the United States of America after World War two we took we we rebuilt Europe 
Europe, for God's sakes, in Japan. I mean, we you know took everybody under our wing. We were the leader in the world. We did everything in the in the, the best number one way possible. And all of a sudden, now this is where we're going. Well, the, the, the the wheel that shows that uh, great people make good times. Good times make sorry people. Sorry people make bad times. Bad times well, create good people. Yeah, good people create good times. It's I mean, constant. What a loop from from our from uh, my parents' generation, the, the the World War II generation, would never they would never cotton to this kind of stuff. Can you imagine? Well, the, can look, you imagine like, look your at the parents? people on the front lines in Ukraine that, that you know been invaded by the Russians and other people that are poor around the world. They don't have time for this bullshit. Yeah, I know. There's no Cossacks coming through uh, Marietta right. and ransacking your homes. Yeah. There's bad crime that you voted Democrats yeah. in who are allowing it to happen. Yeah. And again, it, it's it's this thing. If without the iPhone, it was the teachers more, well, more than that. Well, more but, than that, the teachers. Well, but did the it. teachers say something to the kids, and the kids go in their iPhones, and everybody's and talking the parents, about it. The parents for ignoring right. it. I know, but and, again, I don't know what they're teaching my kid. Well. Thank God for the Zoom generation to, where parents realize, oh, my God, this is going on in our schools. Um, uh, here's a, another example of what's uh, the wokeness here at California High School. A football player would run onto the field with uh, in California uh, at the Santa Clara uh, Saugus High School. And he would run onto the field with a, plo, a pro police flag, the blue thin blue line flag. And unfortunately, uh, this is in, in uh, California, Santa Clara. Now people are saying, gee, it kind of resembles the Confederate flag in a way. Uh, uh, somebody said, well, while many embrace the symbol as simply a celebration of law enforcement, others have shared their feeling that the symbol has sometimes been co-opted by intolerant individuals with an agenda to divide and exclude. I've personally spoken with some of the individuals who shared their feeling that the symbol makes them feel uncomfortable and unwelcome. Uh, that was from the uh, principal. Uh, the head coach said, well, you know what, let's just discontinue uh, displaying the flag after some conversations. He said, in deference to his commitment to inclu inclusivity, kindness, and respect, and because the team never voted as a unit to carry this banner, the coach decided to discontinue the practice. The school's principal said, oh, well, the decision was not to signal a shift in support for law enforcement. Now, we're not we're not saying that, uh, especially since the officers assisted in a school mass shooting three years ago. Uh, he said it's important to remember that we do support our law enforcement. Uh, the mother of the kid, the 16 year old who used to carry the uh, police flag onto the field, uh, said her family's surprise it was made without the administrators talking about it with the players. It wasn't even an offer to talk about it. You're not going to agree with everybody or agree with everybody's beliefs, but that's just how it works. But there ought to be an opportunity to have an adult open conversations. So after, uh, during the game, the fans in the stands filled the crowd with thin blue line flags to show support for the solidarity with the players and support for law enforcement. Uh, and their next game is uh, next weekend. But anyway, here we go again, where, you know, and I, I just, it's just, you know, it's just a bad American flag with a thin blue line on it, and they have to stop doing it because people were 
were offended. How can you be offended by an American flag or a police flag at a football game? Well, if you had your ass kicked by the cops lately, buddy. Uh, This is why California is now number two, according to CNBC, least popular states to move to. California is now number two on the, it used to be number one. My whole life, it was number one. Hell, I wanted to go there. I went there. Uh, But it's number two now. Uh, The top 10, Virginia. This is to move to or to to not to move to? No, no one wants to go to these states. Right. Number 10 is Virginia. Yeah. And that's probably because it's so damn liberal with the federal government employees yeah. now. Well, Ralph Northam is a guy who said, well, if your baby's born alive, but you really don't want it after all, we'll, we'll keep it comfortable until you kill it. Number nine is Louisiana. Well, that needs no explanation, does it? No, no. Uh, number eight is Rhode Island. I wonder taxes, why that is. Probably taxes. It's probably or the mob. And Mob's uh, huge in Rhode yeah, Island. Yeah, but isn't it in Rhode Island where you have to get you get tax on every piece of thing in your house? That's yeah. Massachusetts. 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 Oh no, man, do I remember those? <laughs> honest to God, how much? You know, you have to put. I'm not making this I'm up. Never I, finally, this. I finally sold the place. They would send you a bill, and you had to list your all your belongings, including the refrigerator, and how much it cost, and when you bought it, so they can value it to get you taxed on it. Everything in the drapes, the furniture, how many couches do you have? How many bedrooms? How many ch- how many chair? I mean, it's unbelievable. Do you have appliances? Do you have uh, uh, tools? <laughs> Great place to visit, but I wouldn't oh, want to live. Geez. Number seven is Maryland. Same problem, federal government. Yeah, outside of Washington. Number six is Utah. That's kind of strange. Mormons. A lot of people moving now, there. What's wrong with the what? problem of Utah? Is they're becoming more liberal because all the Californians are moving there. Well, well I don't know what's not on this list. Republican senator, I guess probably. Uh, number five, Connecticut. Yeah. Number four, New York. Yeah. Number three, Illinois, which to me would be number one. Yeah. Number two, California. What do you think is the number one least popular state to move to? And New York was not number one. Wow. Then it would have to be something like, oh, probably, uh, oh, I was going to say Texas because of the border problem. Nope. Washington? Arizona. Nope. Uh, well, let's see. Ten, uh, Mississippi? Nope. <sighs> <laughs> I just said your benefit. I don't know. Great. Is I it don't in the know. South? Keep or no. well, it, well, it can't be something like Oklahoma or no, North Illinois? Dakota, South no. Dakota. Well, no, Illinois is number Maine. three. Oh, I missed that. Nope, not Maine. Uh, Massachusetts. Did you mention Massachusetts? Nope. nope. All right, what is it? Uh, no, you, you got to name the states. Well, West Virginia, Florida, nope. South nope. Carolina, nope. North Carolina. Nope. Uh, Tennessee. No. <laughs> uh, Arkansas. We just said it's not in the South. Oh, it's not in the South. Oh, well, then Minnesota. No. All right, Iowa. No. Indiana. No. Fuck. New Mexico. No. <laughs> Arizona, Nevada, California. He's literally California. got a map of the country. Oregon, Washington, no, no, Montana, no. North Dakota, South Dakota, no, no, Nebraska, no, Kansas, no, Oklahoma, no, no, Arkansas, no, Missouri, no, Iowa, no, Wisconsin. We've named them all. No, you haven't. Michigan, Indiana, no. Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. Hawaii. New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, Alaska. <laughs> no. I just named them all. No, you haven't. <laughs> Puerto Rico, D.C. I mean, are you talking about states of, uh, are you about actual about 50 states? No, that's a state. Well, we've named, who haven't we been named? It has New not, Hampshire? It has, it has not one, but two NFL teams. Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. I mean, who's got two NFL? Oh, New York does. No, they don't. California? New York has the Jets and the Giants. No, they don't. Oh, it's New Jersey. New Jersey! New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey's number one. Wow. 
That's so funny you guys completely that forgot funny? about New we Jersey. We totally <laughs> fun, forgot about New Jersey. That's what my dad oh is my right God. Now, <laughs> Amazing. That was a small sample of the full podcast available Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's free, you know, at thekimmershow.net. You're listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 1063. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.